because we're dumb. I mean, you're musically talented and I'm not. I think we'll be fine. All right. It's not like this is going to be successful. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so we just did our first episode. It's literally five seconds later. We just thought we would separate it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Preface. We chatted a lot of shit in the last one, and we hope that that's okay. Because, um, like I said in the last one, we want this to be like you chatting with your girls, reliving. This is actually us living our lamest lives, and unfortunately for our preface, we got a little off topic, but I feel like it all connected in the end. In the end, yes. Um, and we still don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's only five seconds later, but we still don't know what the name of the guy is, and I'm going to have to just look it okay, up. Okay, you look it up while I... But the story is that we were walking through Circular Quay in Sydney. Yeah. Um, this would have been, I want to say like year eight. Because I can't see us going into the city in your 30s. Yeah, because, okay, he was doing a play <laughs> at the Opera House, I think, at the time. Yeah. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. 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 This whole podcast is us not knowing, <laughs> knowing how to pronounce shit. Um, yeah, we walked past him, and I freaked out, and I wanted to say hey, but he fully had his, like, hood up, earphones, earphones in. in. Just classic Michael Sarah. And it's not like I was going to, like, run after him and, like, grab him because that's she not okay. She got so excited. Like, I, I knew who he was. Like, I was cool with that. But I'm, like, a normal human being who understands that he is a normal human being. Um, what if it wasn't Michael Sarah? That would have just been the most awkward thing. But I'm happy to but say But I remember going home and telling my mom and she was like, oh, yeah, he's doing a play. So that made sense. Yeah. I think that was one of the reasons that we didn't go up to him was because we weren't 100% We, weren't, we were sure. like, I'm going to look it up. Michael... Sarah, play Sarah, in Sydney. play Sydney. If you guys know how to pronounce his last name, can you like voice record Sarah it and then Sarah. send it to us? Because that would be really handy. But don't feel the Michael Sarah takes the stage at the Sydney Opera House, um, 2012. So we would have been in year 10. Okay, so, so that we was... were 15. It was That's February. Still... That was still. Yeah, that makes more sense because yeah. I can't see us going into the city earlier than that because we were uh, children. Children. Who <laughs> was scared of public transit i know i was i was so scared to go on public transport oh same alone. my mom used to tell me i was not old enough to go on a bus see my mom would force me to go out on my own like she thought that i was the most sheltered child like i remember in year 10 i had um tafe in brookvale which is like a 45 minute bus ride away which is nothing for australia nothing for australia you want smaller <laughs> Far out. Nothing. But I was actually fucking terrified to catch the bus alone. I was yeah, so scared. I remember our friend Emma. Yeah. Um, she was the one who was like, let's get the bus to the mall. And I was like, I don't know if I'm allowed to go to the mall. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm allowed to go on a bus, guys. This <laughs> I guys I'm not sure about this. We were so um, sheltered. Oh, good no, times. Okay. Do you want to read the first chapter? or do you want I think me to it's, read your, it? it's your turn. I read the preface. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Um, we was... are still reading this off a phone. We don't have the book. We don't have the book. Once I... again, this episode is recorded five seconds after the last one. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. You know. All right. Should I just dive in? Just dive in. Okay. My mother drove me to the... Oh, f- chapter one, first sight. Okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> Established. I assume this is the first sight of Edward. Of oh, Eddie. I don't know. Is it the first sight of, like... Her foreshadowing annoyingness because many... it's gonna happen. Oh, this is okay. All right, let's go through. To be honest, I only read this like a couple of months ago. I know exactly what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> My mother drove me to the airport with the windows rolled down. It was seventy-five degrees in Phoenix. The sky a perfect cloudless blue. 
I was wearing my favourite shirt. Sleeveless, white eyelet lace. I was wearing it as a farewell gesture. My carry-on item was a parka. Dude, carry-on item as a parka? You've That's, wasted it. You've wasted that opportunity. You have wasted you put seven all kilograms. Your heavy shit in your carry-on. Oh, dude. And you live that life. Like, if she's going on a plane across America, she's only got her parka to entertain herself at this point. Like, she's dude, fucked. She's fucked. Also, sleeveless, white eyelet lace? Ew. Mm. So 2005. So 2005. <laughs> Stephanie Meyer, I think we need an update. Right, okay. Okay, continue. In the Olympic Peninsula of Northwest Washington State, a small town named Forks exists under a near constant cover of clouds. It rains on this inconsequential town more than any other place in the United States of America. It was from this town and its gloomy, omnipresent shade that my mother escaped with me when I was only a few months old. It was in this town that I'd be that I'd been compelled to spend a month every summer until I was 14. That was the year I finally put my foot down. These past three summers, my dad, Charlie, vacationed with me in California for two weeks instead. It was to Forks that I now... Also, are we going to read, like, everything word for word, or are we just going to, like, skip, skip? Look, I don't even know, because... That's a good point. It's going to take a long fucking time. We're not Stephen Fry. Mm. Do you know what I'm referencing there? I'm gonna yeah, be... I do. Do you actually... Harry Potter audiobook. Thank you! I knew there was a reason we were friends. Um, okay, so maybe okay. we'll just, like, skim through a lot of yeah, it. Yeah, just skim through boring parts. I think this introductory bit is actually quite important. Um, because you do get introduced to the most important character, which is Charlie. Love that. Oh. Name. <laughs> Played by Billy Burke. Billy Burke and his amazing moustache. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. It was to Forks that I now exiled myself, an action that I took with great horror. I detested Forks. So Forks is pretty much England, and I feel like she's making a much bigger deal of this than it actually needs to be. Like, I understand. <laughs> Were you around at that stage where I was like, I'm really sick of my life, I'm going to move with my dad. Oh, I remember, and I cried to my parents because I was like, Yeah, and then your mum told my mum. <laughs> And it was, like, so awkward. My mum took me into my backyard and was like, what the fuck is happening? I was a depressed 12-year-old and was like, I need to go live with my father and meet a vampire. Like, literally, that was my to-do. Good times. My dad lived in Queensland at this point, which is the complete opposite of Forks. It's like, uh, it gets up to... In the summer, it can get up to, like, 45 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, it gets fucking hot. Fahrenheit? Celsius. <laughs> I mean Celsius. She's been away too long. I've been away too long. Um, but, yeah, so I resonate with this, and she's being way too overdramatic. Dramatic. Okay. Okay, we're continuing. I loved Phoenix. I loved the sun and the blistering heat. I loved the vigorous, sprawling city. Bella, my mum said to me, the last of a thousand times before I got on the plane, you don't have to do this. My mum <laughs> looked like me, except with short hair and laugh lines. I felt a spasm of panic as I stared at her wide, childlike eyes. How could I leave my loving, erratic, harebrained mother to fend for herself? Of course, she had Phil now, so the bills would probably get paid, and there would be food in the refrigerator, gas in her car, and someone to call when she got lost. But still, ellipses. I want Can we to just go... talk about that for a minute? What? This woman has raised a child. How the fuck can she still get lost, like, in a town that she knows? Like, I feel like as a parent you need to take a I lot more responsibility. I think it means lost in a, like, not physical sense. <gasps> oh, Stephanie Meyer! Oh, okay, okay, just clearing that up. Renee sounds like a fucking dropkick of a parent. <laughs> 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 um, 
Um, I want to go, I lied. I'd always been a bad liar. But I'd been saying this lie so frequently lately that it sounded almost convincing now. Tell Charlie I said hi. I will. I'll see you soon, she insisted. You can come home whenever you want. I'll come right back as soon as you need me. But I could see the sacrifice in her eyes behind the promise. Don't worry about me, I urged. It'll be great. I love you, Mum. Mom? M-O-M, Mom. She hugged me tightly for a minute, and then I got on the plane, and she was gone. It's a four-hour flight from Phoenix to Seattle, another hour in a small plane, up to Port Angeles, and then an hour drive back down to Port... Why did I need you to know that? You know what? I actually looked it up, and that's how you have to get there. So we get to Forks, and she's sort of just, like, fucking around with her purple dinner covers. I remember that. That's, like, oh, a common yeah. theme. Um, it was raining when she got there. Duh. Fucking hard. Okay, so basically, Charlie's really awkward, and then he's like, I found a car for you. The truck. <laughs> the truck. The classic truck. Iconic Chev- Chevy? Chevy. Chevrolet. You know what? When I got to Canada, we drove a Chevy around, and I lived that yeah, fucking life. Yeah, when I was here. I mean, it okay. wasn't a truck, it was a fucking hatchback. Chevrolets, but... do they exist in Australia? If so, they don't really. I think they're, like, they're rare because I think you have to buy them over here and import them over. Yeah, like, I, I think, think you have to buy them in the US and yeah. import them because they... Also, would they be, like, right-hand drive? I think they probably are. Like, yeah. I've I've probably seen about two or three in my lifetime, but usually in the country... Because when I lived in Canada, they were everywhere. Yeah. But our roads are wide, but not that wide. Yeah. <laughs> They're fucking Cars in the big US. trucks. Huge. Like, me and Scow were lucky. We had, like, a tiny little red hatchback. And he was great. But he was our little chef, and we loved him. And I, mm. we lived that life. We played all of the <laughs> we Twilight. We lived that life. We were driving through the mountains and playing the Twilight soundtracks the entire time we were in Canada. It was beautiful. Because we were like, we couldn't find our mountain theme. Listening to the Twilight soundtrack just like takes me back to another era of happiness. I will literally cry every time. For no reason. Like, crying about the love that I lost when I was like 12 years old but never had. <laughs> like, I felt that shit. Like... <laughs> Beautiful. What is is your, like, top... Oh, I love that one. What is your top Twilight song from the soundtrack? Like, soundtrack song? Yeah. Um, I... I'm trying to think of them. Because the first... Okay, Eyes on Fire, classic. Eyes on Fire is a classic. Absolute classic. Yeah, that brings really back takes a lot back. of emotion. New Moon. The thing is, I didn't really know... I don't know the Breaking Dawn soundtrack, to be honest. Oh, no. Nobody knows the Breaking Dawn. It's okay. not even part of Twilight. Let's we, be honest. The Breaking Dawn movies are fucked. We lost our Twilight phase as yeah. the last movie came out. Yeah, it was pretty much gone. I think we lost it with Breaking Dawn Part 1 because it was just so out of like it was just yeah. so complete not that it was the first time I watched Breaking Dawn Part 2 was <gasps> only it. three years ago 2016 really do you See, remember we watched it together oh my god when you were house I'd already seen it I saw it in the movies and was just like I'm done with this shit so the whole like ending with the twist I was like what I think that was like my favourite point in time is watching your reaction to that. Yeah. Like when Aro like grabs Carlisle's head and like And rips it off. Oh, oh man. You you were scared. I was screaming. Yeah, it was great. Excellent. Um Um, but yeah, favourite soundtrack. I mean Are you New Moon. Go Eyes on Fire. The thing is I love New Moon. That's my favourite. New Moon is my favourite. Yeah, for sure. I, I prefer Eclipse, the book, New Moon the movie. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, that's the way it goes. But, um... I mean, the first one's just classic, because it's the classic, but... 
I'm not saying it's a classic novel. Please don't. <laughs> it's, it's not out um, there with Oliver Twist. But, okay, can you imagine, like, in, like, 30 years <gasps> from now... <laughs> they start reading it. You know they read Hunger Games at school? Yeah, I did know that. They actually. study Hunger Games, which I um, think is really but imagine, like, 30 years from now when we are talking about it, yeah. and our kids being like, what, what the, the fuck, fuck is wrong with you? And we'd be like, I agree. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I feel like there are novels, such as Hunger Games, that although they have that common, like... Um, um, fantasy, early ad- yeah. adolescent themes and la la la. They also really go deeper into political, political. And, so- and social. But Twilight, and- Twilight is purely nonsense. <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> it is totally like, hey, letting you know I sparkle in the sun and letting I'm not going to hurt I'm you. on the verge of necrophilia. <laughs> I'm 110 and I am a virgin. That's I feel mad. like that's a real good storyline though. Like, this poor fucking teacher. Because the thing like, is, when I was reading the books, when that was the topic, yeah. I was kind of like, wait, is is he a virgin or is he not a virgin? Is he? I don't know. Because I was so... Because it never bluntly comes out of being no, like, I'm a virgin. He never fully says it. And so I was really unsure. And I, But I also didn't want to believe that he was a hundred and something year old virgin. <laughs> Obviously, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean... Do what you want with your life. Yeah. But... I understood that until I was 18. Honestly, I was vampire. like, yeah, I could do this for 110 years. Like, that's fine. And then it happened. I was like, okay, uh, yeah, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, right. So, Charlie buys the car. Charlie buys the car. This is the iconic, like, meet Jacob Black moment. And yes. I think that is... So, Charlie's like, do you remember Billy Black down at La Push? And she's like, no, who the fuck is that? <laughs> like, let's be honest. Who knows those childhood people? Um, he's in a wheelchair with? now. Oh, Billy. I wanna, like, I want to know the background to that. Like, I feel like there's some, like, tragic wolf background to him losing his legs. I mean, not oh, losing yeah, his legs. Like, do we? You don't find out how Billy Black gets paralysed. Is it paralysed? When you lose, like, or is paralysed Well, paralysed is when body? you can't feel your... Oh. Why is he in a wheelchair? Let's just go with that. I feel like that's more mm. sensitive. Um, Belle asks what year the car is. And Charlie says, well, Billy Black bought it in 1984. And Bella's like, did he buy it new? And Charlie's like, nah, Nah, bitch. nah, boy. Nah, man. See, I got scared buying a car from 2009. That's kind of new. <laughs> That's oh, quite new. I mean, 2009 was... seems like it was like yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> we were in, we were like 12. That was a beautiful Well, time. that was, I mean, this is, this, this is, is it. This is, this is it. <laughs> we are living in that moment. Um... Yeah, she gets the car for free. It's a truck. It's disgusting, according to her. But I'll take any car for free. Honestly, if it runs, especially I mean, at okay. sixteen or seventeen. If like, you're going off the car in the movie, that thing runs really well to have been made in, I presume, late seventies. Yeah, and it's a cool car. Like I would dig that car. Yeah, man. I remember being like, I'm gonna get a truck. Me being twelve, I can't even drive a fucking manual. Like, how the fuck am I gonna yeah. drive a truck? So there's two pages about the car. <laughs> Classic Stephanie Meyer. I feel like if you like pulled out all the like core material and the actual important shit that don't describe what Edward's wearing or what Bella's wearing or how Bella's feeling, if you take out all the emotional shit, like feelings and clothes and like Matt. What is his name, Matt? What's his name? Mike. Mike. He's the Matt Donovan. Of Twilight. The Matt Donovan of Twilight. That's literally yes, what it is. I agree. Um, I get them mixed up constantly. But if you took all that shit out, these books would be like five pages long. You could get the story across really quickly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Um, so she goes into the house. It's the same as it always was. She's complaining that she's pale. 
her stress about having to share a bathroom with her dad is like hilarious. I had to share a bathroom with four boys growing up. Like you have to share with your dad who probably is like, uh, daughter, like and freaks out and takes all this shit out anyway. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> okay, Forks High School has a frightening total of 357, now 58, students. 357. Ooh. And she says, maybe if I looked like a girl from Phoenix, I could work this to my advantage. Does she realise she could I'd totally never just fit in lie. anywhere. She Physically, lie I would never fit is. in anywhere. What? She's a, okay. she's a she's a white skinny girl. White brunette. She's going to fit in no matter where Dude, the fuck she is. Come on. I Especially should, in okay, America. I love this bit. I should be tan, sporty, and blonde. A volleyball player. Or a cheerleader, perhaps. All the things that go with living in the Valley of the Sun. Instead, I was ivory-skinned, without the excuse of blue eyes or red hair. Despite the constant sunshine, I had always been slender, but soft. Okay, who describes themselves <laughs> as slender, but, but soft? <laughs> like, I'm soft, but I'm also fat as fuck. Like, <laughs> this slender, but soft woman. What are you talking about? I feel like... Obviously not an athlete, she says. I really feel like if Bella was born in, like, a bit a bit later in time, if she was our age, she needs a lot more self-love. Like, that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> She's really putting herself down. Poor I love girl. how uncoordinated she is, too. I love how in it, Twilight they say how clumsy she is. I really resonated with that. If anyone knows me, like I will fall over myself. Like, in the when they just throw the ball and it hits her in the and head. it hits her in the face. Or, like, just slipping on, like, a step. Or just, I love it. There are like five points like, in the book oh, where so she relatable. she literally just falls over and nobody knows why. <laughs> she just falls. <laughs> oh, what's that line? I think it's in like Eclipse, and Emmett's like, I I only just realised what he said because he says it so fast and so incoherently that I had to put subtitles on. But he says like trying to walk and chew gum at the same time, Bella, because she broke her wrist. And I was like, I really understand that because that's something I would do is like try to chew gum and walk, like do two things at once. <laughs> And oh. actually physically hurt myself. But you don't get that in the movie because he says it like, I try to work on your cameras on the side. It's literally him oh what he's going to say. Do you not know that part? I haven't seen it. Eclipse is probably the one I've seen the least. <laughs> actually, no. I've seen Breaking Dawn probably twice each each part. Eclipse is the one I remember the least. Yeah. I just hate how they changed Victoria. So- yeah, don't even get me started. We're not even talking about that. I'm real mad. Has she complained about the weather yet? Because I feel like that's a real prominent theme. Oh, yeah. I couldn't fall asleep until after midnight when the rain finally settled into a quieter drizzle. Oh. Dude, the rain, that is... Rain is nice. Like, that is sleep material. Heavy rain. I will sleep with a rain app on. No, but rain, yes. I say I'm all down for sleeping in a thunderstorm. Oh, no. Love that shit. I hate that shit. I have an app that you can, like, control how much rain you have and, like, what's, what is it raining on? Is it raining on a metal shed? Is it raining on Oh, you mean, like, ocean? sounds? Like, yeah. you don't actually oh, control the weather. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, Katie, I don't control the weather. <laughs> um, I'm not Pudge the Fish. Um, however, you don't know that reference? No, I don't know that reference. It's from Lilo and Stitch, which is, like, Pudge controls the weather. That's why she gives him peanut butter sandwiches. Have you not seen Lilo and Stitch? When I was, like, really little. Katie! Oh, okay. So there's this beautiful fish that Lilo goes and feeds a peanut butter sandwich every morning. And they're like, why are you doing this? She's like, Pudge controls the weather, obviously. No, my app is not Pudge, but mm-hmm. you can control, like, the they sounds. Call it that. And it's really cool. I don't know why she's complaining about the weather so much. 
A few pages later on, she says, um, It was just drizzling still, not, e- not enough to soak me through immediately. As I reached for the house key that was always hidden under the eaves door, blah, 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 the sloshing of my new waterproof boots was unnerving. <laughs> I mean, I understand how, like, sloshing of things can sound kind of gross. Like, we were walking through the mud today and I made the inappropriate sound of being like, oh, this is awkward sex. But I wouldn't call it unnerving. <laughs> Also, I love how Charlie and Renee got married in Vegas. I think that's just so beautiful. Amazing. It's so not Billy. Wild. I mean, Charlie. I just really want it. I just want him to be himself. Mm. Like, Billy Burke, just be you. Live your best life. Again, complains about, about the rain. She didn't want... She parked in a spot that she thought was off limits because she didn't want to circle around the building in rain. You know what I really love? There's a part coming up where she gets really angry because it starts to snow and she's like it's too cold for rain it's like if rain isn't good enough for you like let's move to snow and then she's like oh fuck off snow like you can't have it all the time like snow is great just you're alive okay you're alive you're about to meet a really like sparkly dude get on it and get a lot of money she just got a free car like i would be over the moon for months about getting a free fucking car she's about to marry into the richest family ever She's going to have Carla go as her, like, father-in-law. I would totally just ditch Edward and go mm. for that. Doctors. Right, so she gets to school. She's at an office. Um, the red-headed woman looks up and goes, Can I help you? I love how they always portray, like, school office staff as really bitchy and fat and red-headed. Glasses. <laughs> Glasses. I work in a school. They're actually the most amazing people. They keep that shit together. Without your office ladies, you are fucked. Stop being so mean oh, yeah. to them in books. Mm, respect the office ladies. Rant over. She's like, I'm Isabella Swan, daughter of the chief's flightly ex-wife. Come home at last. I love how they think that she has such high expectations. She of what thinks people... she's top shit. She honestly does. She thinks that everyone thinks about her. <laughs> That's a big glass. Oh, by the way, we're drinking Lambrini. Yeah, so we've moved on to Lambrini. Light sparkling Perry, which was two pounds. It was. It's actually not that bad. Is it not? I haven't tasted it. It, it yet. sort of just tastes like flavored sparkling water, with a hint of hangover. It kind of tastes like a. Why do these wines taste like cider? Yeah, they're not wines, are they? No, they're, they're sparkling cheap shit. But the bottle has <clears throat> hearts on it, and that makes me really excited. Like not not the. Wow. Not the label, like actual hearts inbreded in the inbreded. Inbreded. <laughs> Bedded in the glass of the Oh. Bottle. Yeah. It's like actually molded. Alright, so we're about to <laughs> Good. We're about to get up to the best part. She sees the Volvo. Oh my god, the Volvo! She sees <gasps> the Volvo for the first time. Okay. I'm gonna read this whole paragraph. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Okay, go. Hold okay. on, hold on. Do I need a spare pair of underpants in case the Volvo gets me too excited? Yeah, you might get moist. <laughs> when I went back out to my truck, this is so this is after the receptionist is like taken through her classes, whatever, whatever. Okay, you need to stop getting Tinder notifications. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I feel alone. <laughs> when I went back out to my truck, other students were starting to arrive. I drove around the school, following the line of traffic. I was glad to see the mo- that most of the cars were older like mine, nothing flashy. At home, I'd lived in one of the few lower-income neighbourhoods that were included in the Paradise Valley District. It was a common thing to see a new Mercedes or Porsche in a student lot. The nicest car here was a shiny Volvo. (gasps) And it stood out. 
Still, I cut the engine as soon as I was in a spot so that the thunderous volume wouldn't draw attention to myself. Okay, let's talk about this. So, Edward is... Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. <laughs> is, it, is it supposed to be foreshadowing? Like, it's a silver Volvo. It sparkles, right? So does Edward. Is that, mm. like, supposed to be, like, a parallel between the two? Like, is he supposed to be, like, represented by his car? I or... would say shiny and sparkling are not the same thing. Look... I, I think just, you're reading too much into this. I just feel like there needs to be more of a purpose for him to not have a better car. Like, Emmett has yeah. a Jeep. Like, a Jeep is cool. It's not flashy or fancy, but it's better than a motherfucking Volvo. Like, a Volvo Why? is a soccer mum car. Oh, no, but he... Okay, aren't Volvos meant to be all about safety? And he's, like... He gets real into safety? Yeah. Maybe that's... He's fucking rich, like... Also, I don't remember the last time I saw a Volvo. No, I think they might have an American thing. I don't know. A Volvo. <gasps> okay, I just read a really funny line. Okay, let's go. So, she goes, I stuffed everything into my bag, slung the strap over my shoulder, and sucked in a huge breath. I can do this. I lied to myself feebly. No one was going to bite me. I finally exhaled and stepped out of the truck. Wow, Stephanie Meyer is a <laughs> foreshadowing bitch. She is incredible <laughs> with her foreshadowing. Like, it actually amazes me. Wow. Wow. This Mr. Mason dude gawked. When she saw Bella's name? Like, why? Because she's so famous with books, obviously, Katie. Oh, so she's like the Harry Potter of books. She's the Harry Potter of... <gasps> she's the Harry Potter of So they're books. like, oh my god, do you not know who you are? Oh my god. Who survives he who must not be named? Oh my god. Is that Charlie? It's Charlie who must not be named? No, no, no. Who, who must not be named is obviously Renee. Because Charlie was so heartbroken, they don't talk about it. Oh. Wow. And now she's come back. And oh my god, that's actually so beautiful. Oh, we meet a first friend. When the bell rang. Is it Jessica? <gasps> Fucking love no, Jessica. No, it's um, Matt Donovan. No, it's not Matt Donovan. It's Eric. Eric. Oh, little Asian boy. He goes, I love you're him. Isabella Swan, aren't you? And she goes, Bella. I corrected. Everyone within a three seat radius turned to look at me. Where's your next class? Um, government with Jefferson in building six. I'm headed towards building four. I could show you the way. So eager. I'm Eric. And she goes, thanks. What a bitch. He's just trying to help. He's just trying to help. Like, if you're in a new school, I've never been in that situation, but if you're in a new school, if somebody's like, hey, let me help you out. Like, I'm a nice person. Let me be a nice person to you. Like, you're like, cool. He's not asking how to butter his muffin. Like, yeah. Because before, he's like, definitely over helpful. I'm like, dude. You're in a school with 300 people. People you, are curious. Yeah, like, dude. Do with it. That's really small, 300 people. That's really small. Like, we come from a pretty small area and, like, my high school was like 900. My, I think mine was about 1,000. But still, like, that's small. That's quite small for yeah. our area. We went to the same primary school. And that was, was like small. 400 at the time. It's now like 600. It's actually sad. That makes me sad. Mm. So this is a lot different than... Different? Difference? Get different it together, Katie. God, you're so Phoenix. bad at reading. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it doesn't rain much there, does it? Three or four times a year. Wow. What's, what must that be like? Who says that? What must that be like? Well, obviously sunny. I would just say, what's that like? What's that like? Actually, I wouldn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, I'd just be like, oh, that's cool. I wouldn't cool. approach someone because, like, anxiety. Um, <laughs> sunny! <laughs> Total anxiety. I sit in the corner. Okay. And then, uh, Bella cracks a funny. Oh, fuck. That's he goes, first. you don't look very tan. And she goes, my mother is part Albina. <gasps> is that, like, classic and original comedy? Does that count as racism, though? Like, if you're slightly tan, then you say, oh, yeah, my dad, my dad's, like... I'm going to edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> Good. But don't you think, like, not that Albino is a race, but, like, I just feel like that's a bit mean. Isn't it the same as, like, Vitiligo? 
I think it's in like the same family. Like, like is it the same thing where your immune system attacks you? Yeah. <laughs> um, Eric then wine. says, "Well, maybe we'll have some other classes together." He sounded hopeful. So hopeful. I smiled at him vaguely and went inside. Mm. How do you smile vaguely, Katie? I'm doing it now, but no one can see. <laughs> no, I don't know. How do you smile vaguely? I don't know. Do you do the like, like head down and then like? I would say it's like it's not quite a. It's polite. It's a polite, not quite a smile. It's that smile you make when you walk past a coworker that you don't know yet. Yeah, fair. Oh, don't like. Mm. Oh, okay. It was there, sitting in the lunchroom, trying to make conversation with seven curious strangers, that I first saw them. They were sitting in the corner of the cafeteria as far from as far away from where I sat as possible in the long room. There were five of them. They weren't talking and they weren't eating, though they each had a tray of untouched food in front of them. They weren't gawking at me unlike most of the other students, so it was safe to stare at them without fear of meeting an excessively interested pair of eyes. But it was none of these things that caught and held my attention. If she's like death staring down these like five people how many of them four five there are five of them at a table and everyone else is staring at her wouldn't they notice that she's staring at them then that just makes everything really awkward she is awkward she is the epitome of awkward and i love it they didn't look anything alike of the three boys one was big muscled like a serious weightlifter with dark curly hair another was taller leaner but still muscular and honey blonde yes I know. I love him. He's the unsung hero of yeah. Twilight. His powers? Fucking great. They need Dude, to underrate it. Like, if I could control people's emotions, I would have a much easier life. But also that's hard because he feels everything as well, doesn't he? Does he? I think he feels other people's emotions and can regulate them. Like, that's oh. why he had such a hard time in, like, the Civil War because he could feel everyone's emotions. Oh. Yeah. Harsh. I love that boy. The last was lanky. Less bulky. With untidy... Wait, Edward's lanky? Apparently. So last... I just need to, like, <laughs> chime in here and just say that Katie's boyfriend sounds exactly like Robert Pattinson. Like, exactly. And He's it's... not lanky. No, no, sounds like... Not oh, like, I think like he, his voice. Yeah, he has very like similar voice, not like physical mannerisms, but like voice really? mannerisms. Yeah, I like as soon as I heard him speak, I was like, Rob. Wow. It was really funny. Yeah, the good time. Was, <laughs> <laughs> the last was lanky, less bulky, with untidy bronze colored hair. He was more boyish than the others, who looked like they could be in college or even teachers here rather than students. The girls were opposites. The tall one was statuesque. She had a beautiful figure, the kind you saw on the cover of Sports Illustrated's swimsuit issue. Oh my god, that was so hard to say. The kind Stephanie. that made every girl around her take a hit on her own self-esteem just by being in the same room. Her hair was golden, gently waving to the middle of her back. The short girl was pixie-like, thin in the extreme and with small features. Her hair was a deep black, cropped short and pointed in every direction. And yet, they were all exactly alike. Every one of them was chalky pale, the palest of all the students living in this sunless town. Paler than me, the albino. Albino? I don't know. I don't know. Insert reference here. <laughs> they all had very dark eyes, despite the range in hair tones. They also had dark shadows under those eyes, purplish, bruised-like shadows, as if they were all suffering from sleepless, sleep, sleepless night. <laughs> I thought you were almost... syphilis. <laughs> 
that all suffering from syphilis. Were almost done recovering from a broken nose. Though their noses, all their features were straight, perfect, angular. But all this is not why I couldn't look away. Okay, can you tell us already? Jeez. <laughs> I stared because their faces, so different, so similar, were all devastatingly inhumanly beautiful. They, they were faces you never expected to see, except perhaps on the airbrush pages of a fashion magazine, or painted by an old master as the face of an angel. It was hard to decide what was the most beautiful. Maybe the perfect blonde girl, or maybe the bronze-haired boy. <gasps> you know what I don't understand? is like I understand that, yes, obviously these people were beautiful before they were changed. But what happens to the non-beautiful people that get changed? Do they just automatically become beautiful? I think like they become beautiful. Okay, they might not be, like, what stereotypical beautiful is. Yeah. But they become attractive to humans. Yeah. Because it's the same as, like, a you mere spy trap. <laughs> but, like, things like... I don't, like, if if you have, like, chronic acne, obviously that's going to be cured. Like, stupidly. But, like... Isn't everyone but beautiful like, to someone? Yeah I, yeah, I know what you mean. But, like... I think you're just cruel. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just a really mean person. But you never hear of vampires with, like, amputated arms or, like... Would it grow back? <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't know. Because, like, not that I personally don't find that beautiful. I know... We need to I'm ask Stephanie Meyer. Oh, yeah. I think that's if there was say. a vampire that was, in human form, had an amputated arm. Yeah. Or, or even, like... just didn't have an arm from birth, would yeah. it grow back? Or, like, different things, like... My hair, I hate my hair. Like, my hair is not beautiful. It, it gets puffy and gross and horrible. If I become a vampire, does that change? Like, I mean, that whole transformation montage between Bella as a human and in the movie, yeah. yes, I would say. Because her hair becomes, like, thicker and she suddenly has highlights. Question. Uh-huh. If you get changed into a vampire, what happens to your body hair? Does it keep growing? Like, if I hadn't shaved my legs... Oh. ...and get turned into a vampire... I would say you would shave them and then they wouldn't grow back. Although if he, if Edward can come... <laughs> exactly, if Edward can produce sperm. That's the biggest like, thing in Twilight. That's the biggest, like, this is not possible. Like, I would be really excited to be a vampire because it means that I wouldn't have to pluck my eyebrows because anymore. Because I makes, find that, like, really annoying. I it makes me think... Okay, the thing with sperm... Yeah. Is it makes me... Th okay, you know how sperm, like, regenerates every yeah. seven days so, or something? So women's ovaries, you have your eggs and they, they're there from the time you were born. They don't regenerate. They move around, but they don't regenerate. Really? Yeah, you're born no. with you're born with all of your eggs. That's why when you get to a certain age, you are out of eggs. Oh my god, you didn't know this. That's not true. It's really? a thing. You don't regenerate eggs. Your eggs are there from the time you were born. Your first period is when the first one starts to come out. And they keep going until they're not there anymore, which is menopause. Whereas men, they regenerate their sperm. Why? No. Yes, look it up. Surely you create new eggs all the time. You do not create new eggs all the time. That's why the older you get, the harder it is to have kids and the more likely it is that those eggs are not going to be as versatile and there are more chances of having disabilities and trouble with pregnancies because your eggs are older. Are you born with all of your eggs? I think you need to drink some wine. I've had an entire glass more than you. No way. <laughs> why don't I know how menstruation works? I mean, I only know because I've actually had to look into it because I've polycystic ovaries i feel dumb <laughs> but yeah that's why it, it makes sense that like okay but has he had the same sperm in him Sat for a hundred years do vampires masturbate 
Surely like, that's a big must. question. If he didn't love me, he's fucking weird. Well, I mean, he's dead. <laughs> no, but, like, if you don't do that... Okay, but he could masturbate and shoot blanks. But he wouldn't have... Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I feel like... I... Maybe that's it. Maybe he's never masturbated, and the sperm that's inside okay. him is the sperm. <laughs> I know we're off on the... That he died with? That he died with. And so that sperm is like superhuman vampire sperm. That's what I was thinking, but like... But then it's like that first shot and then you've got nothing left because it's not going to rejuvenate itself because he's dead. You know what I mean? Like he's got one shot and he's done. (laughs) Okay, I need Stephanie Meyer. (laughs) What do you guys think? Do you think that Edward just never masturbated and then that that first shot... Okay, these are the hard-hitting questions and we're not even through chapter one. (laughs) Like, I'm actually like... Can we just stop for a second? Can you drink your wine? Because you can't drink while you're reading. That was the most unfortunate sound. I want to see her description. Okay, here we go. Is this Jessica talking? Because we don't know her name yet. Oh, I love Jess. Specifically, I love Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick. That's Edward and Emmett Cullen and Rosalie and Jasper Hale. The one who left was Alice Cullen. They all lived together with Dr. Cullen and his wife. This is very specific. You don't just look at someone and tell the other person their entire life story. Yeah, but this is if it is Jessica, she's like, ill. Yeah. You know, but she's the, always liked Edward, remember? Yeah. You know, in the movies, they actually morphed Jessica and Lauren as characters yes. into one because they didn't mm. want to have to deal with making Lauren Budget a character. Budget cuts. Harsh. <laughs> <laughs> Bella says, they are ellipses. Very nice looking. I struggled with the conspicuous understatement. Jessica says, yes, they're all together though. Emmett and Rosalie and Jasper and Alice, I mean, and they live together. Which ones are the so convenient as a teenager to live with your fuck boy? Oh, weird. He's like your brother. Well, <laughs> that's why. Okay, it's once weird again, to... it's like clueless. It's like dating your stepbrother. That's weird. But who wouldn't go for Paul Rudd's love? I mean, yeah, Paul Rudd is the only like older actor that I'm like into. Him and Jason Segel for sure. Um, <laughs> which ones are the Cullens? They don't re- look related. Oh, they're not. Doctor Cullen is really young, in his twenties or early thirties. Twenties or early thirties? That's actually fucked. There's no way that this story is rigged. I'm. I, mad. I thought that was so serious when I was like, I thought like, yeah, that's totally reasonable. Or early thirties. Like even if even if you're like, I don't know. I've never tried to have a child. However, I feel like if I was in a committed relationship with someone and I was trying to have kids and it wasn't happening, you wouldn't be adopting teenagers in your twenties. You'd what? You wouldn't you keep trying? We don't know anything. We don't know shit. <laughs> um, and Jessica says, oh, they're not related. Dr. Cullen is really young and he's... Oh, yeah, we already said that. They're all adopted. They're Hales, our brother and sister, twins, the blondes, and they're, and they're foster children. They look a little old to be foster children. They are now. Jasper and Rosalie are both 18 and they've been with Mrs. Cullen since they were eight. She's their aunt or something like that. That's really kind of nice for them to take care of kids like that when they're so young and everything. Okay, Belle is with it. Okay. So if they've been with them since they were eight, they're, what, 17 in this. So they've been with the Cullens for, like, nine years. Well, as far as they know. Yeah, yeah. But they've been but, with them But in, in reality, like, in, in this side of the in story. In humans' reality. In humans' reality, they've been with them for, like, nine years. If they're late 20s, they've been with them since they were, like, 20. Oh. Yeah. Like, I mean... That's young. That's young. Story doesn't add up, Stephanie. 
Continue, Jessica's like, I guess so. I think that Mrs. Cullen can't have any kids, though. She says it in, like, a judging way. It's so mean. I mean, Jess is a bitch. They moved to, uh, down from Alaska. Blah, 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 blah. Alaska. Oh, which one is the boy with the reddish-brown hair? I peeked at him from the corner of my eye. He was still staring at me, but not gawking like the other students. He had a slightly frustrated expression. Because he can't read your mind. <gasps> He's mad about that. I forget that Edward can read minds. That's mm. not taken advantage of enough of. Wow, wine. Okay. <laughs> that quality of Edward is not taken to its full potential in this series, I don't think. But, okay, I remember being so young watching movie twilight yeah. and i think i did watch the movie before i read the first book yeah no i think i did as well and, and he's like looking around the room and he's yeah. like he's like so cranky he's like no but when he's reading people's minds mm. he's like sex sex money and i remember and being like cat oh. he cat. says cat is that like cat as in like actual cats or cat yeah, as in like cat. pussy oh no you took it to a level <laughs> that didn't need to be i didn't I don't know. It's been a recurring thought. Can we... Okay. <coughs> I know it's not necessary and we're not up to it in the book yet, but that one scene where Edward and Bella decide that they're going to be a couple and they walk into the parking lot and Edward puts his shades on and he just is so fucking fine. Mm. I think that was the moment that I like mentally lost my virginity to. Is that when it's like... ding I only remember the intro. Or is that New Moon? That's New Moon. That's... That's... New um, moon. that's when he's Situation walking with his grey shirt. Yeah. yeah, no, that's New Moon. It's, um, oh, it is like an iconic song at that point, and it's going to really annoy me. <laughs> my playlist is on my phone that you're reading off. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't particularly matter right now, but that, like, music at the time, the way that they're walking, and it's just like, mm, continue. <laughs> I'm just having my happy Um. Moment. So Edward Stella... St- oh, that's Edward. He's gorgeous, of course. But don't waste your time. He doesn't date. Apparently none of the girls here are good looking enough for him. She sniffed. A clear case of sour grapes. I wondered when he <laughs> turned grapes, her down. Stephanie sour grapes. I'm going to say that about people. I'm going to say that about you. I feel like you have a lot of sour grapes in your life. How dare you? <laughs> but I agree. I bit my lip to hide my smile. Ugh. Are you a girl on TikTok? Like... Mm. <laughs> Mm. What is it in um Fifty Shades of Grey? They pull that like so you know how Fifty Shades of Grey is like a Twilight fan yeah. fiction. They pull that out in that all the time, and <laughs> Mr. Grey's always like, "Stop biting your lip, you know what that does to me." And I'm like, "I bite my lip, and I look like a dropped fucking potato. Like <laughs> it's not a sexy thing. Oh like it's so funny. Like <laughs> imagine if she was actually biting her top lip. That would be the best case scenario." <laughs> <laughs> Just like under like, jaw bite, like or, mm, <laughs> just an underbite. <laughs> you know, what? I used to have an underbite. I had a crossbite. The fuck is a crossbite? Crossbite is like, when instead of your teeth going like yeah. on top of each other, it like is on the side. Oh, see, I used to have an underbite. <laughs> oh wait, oh, she, no. okay. This chapter is long as hell. Mm-hmm. So basically, this is the part where she sits next to him in class. <gasps> oh, iconic. Iconic. It really is. That's, that's a beautiful time. She's like, I already know this class. We're all over it. I already it. know my shit. I'm it's advanced. on cellular anatomy. Oof. 
That's like cells in the human body. Like, During the whole class, no. he never relaxed his stiff position. Is that foreshadowing for his stiff penis? Ooh, wow. <laughs> Does wine just turn you really dirty? No, I just like, I want to know where the foreshadowing is here. Like, What, for them having sex? No, because, okay. He's a vampire. His body can't physically change. Does he just always have a heart on? Or is, like, what's going on there? Do you know what I mean? Like, Okay, that's another thing. Is An erection is when your the blood rushes, right? Yeah. But he the, has no blood. He has no blood. Shit's fucked. Shit's fucked. This shit is such fiction. Rude. <laughs> I could see his hand on his left leg was clenched into a fist, tendon standing out under his pale skin. This too, he never relaxed. It is so sexual. It's really tense. <laughs> Was it because the day was finally coming to a close or because I was waiting for his tight fists to loosen? <laughs> it never did. He continued to sit so still it looked like he wasn't breathing. What was wrong with him? Was this his normal behaviour? I questioned my judgement on Jessica's bitterness at lunch today. Maybe she was not as resentful as I thought. It couldn't have anything to do with me. He didn't know me from Eve. He didn't know me from Eve. As in like Adam and Eve. He didn't know me from any other girl. I assume that's what it means. I haven't heard that phrase before. <laughs> that is a really stupid... I reckon I read this when I was 12 and I was like, that makes sense. But I had no idea what <laughs> yeah, that meant. no idea what that meant. Be like, yeah, yeah, Eve's probably like some cool girl that Bella knows. Like, you never know. Um, I peeked up at him one more time and regretted it. He was glaring down at me again, his black eyes full of revulsion. As I flinched away from him, shrinking against my chair, the phrase of, if looks could kill... Which is in italics. Oh, foreshadowing. Suddenly ran through my mind. Then the bell rang. Edward shoots up. So we go into like two sentences describing how she was like slunked in her chair and then Edward stands up. I mean, that was like two pages worth of how tense he was, but I just like <laughs> skipped the whole thing. That is so beautiful. Um, enter Matt Donovan. Matt Donovan. I want people to know oh, wait, that when really we need say to poo, so I'm just gonna go and like. <laughs> Do that and then come back. Okay, okay, well, you go do that. I will explain who Matt Donovan is. Um, so, if you are listening to this podcast, I assume that you're into the young adult era that was. And um, you've probably seen The Vampire Diaries. But if you haven't, Matt Donovan is a character in Vampire Diaries. The same sandy blonde hair, blue eyes, the same thing as Mike in Twilight. They are the exact same character, dude. They are this awkward person, awkward boy who likes the main character, Bella, or Elena, as it is in Vampire Diaries, but they'll never get her because he's like super, just normal human being, average Joe. Um, but they are basically the same character. So um, we, we apologize if we keep referring to Mike as Matt Donovan, um, but yeah. So just know that whether we say Mike or Matt Donovan, we are referring to the same person. Except okay, went... Ellie's back from checking. In enters Matt Donovan. <laughs> Matt Donovan. <laughs> Aren't you Bella Swan? I look up to see a cute baby face boy. I'm Mike. Hi, Mike. Oh, as we were entering the gym, he asked, so did you stab Edward Cullen with a pencil or what? I've never seen him act like that. Was that the boy I sat next to in biology? Playing dumb. <laughs> Um, yes, he looked like he was in pain or something. I don't know, I never spoke to him. He's a weird guy. If I were lucky enough to sit by you, I would have talked to you. Gross. Back off. Look, Matt Donovan, put your scrotum back in your pants and walk away. Like, just keep it in your this, pants. This is a lot. Unsolicited. Really not necessary. 
She's at the gym. They're playing volleyball. Final bell rang. The rain had drifted away. Fuck Bella with the, wind the was strong. <laughs> with the wind. With the wind. <laughs> with the wind and the rain. She needs to get over the weather. Mm. You know what? Imagine Ooh. if Bella was like a weather person on the news. She would just be so pessimistic. She'd be like, oh, it's raining. I'm it's gone. raining. I'm oh. gone. Yeah. Edward Kahn stood at the desk in front of me. Oh, wait. is This isn't the part where he holds the car, is it? No, so this is the part where he goes to the office at the same time she goes to the office, and, and he's like, "I don't want to be in this class because yes. this girl stinks fresh." Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I quickly picked up the gist of the argument. He was trying to trade from sixth hour biology to another time, any other time. I just couldn't believe that this was uh, about me. It had to be about something else, something that happened before I entered the biology room. But the look on his face must have been about another aggravation entirely. Imagine um, if they really just had, like, someone in front of them that was farting and, like, Edward was just getting the wind of it. Well, this is the part where the wind blows. Oh. I'm, like, swirling my hair around my face. The girl who came in merely stepped to the desk, placed a note, but Edward Collins' back stiffened and he turned slowly to glare at me. His face was absurdly handsome with piercing, hate-filled eyes. For an instant, I felt a thrill of genuine fear. He turned back to the receptionist. Never mind then. I can see that it's impossible. Thank you so much for your help. And he turned on his heel without another look at me and disappeared out the door. I went meekly to the desk and my face white for once instead of red. What? <laughs> I thought she was pale all the time. No, I think because she's oh, like she's always... So embarrassed. She's always embarrassed. I'm just <laughs> always so embarrassed. Uh, receptionist says, how'd your first day go? And she's like, fine. Um, sat in the car, for, sat in her truck for a while. The soon I was cold enough to need the heater, so I turned the key and the and the engine roared to life. I headed back to Charlie's house, fighting tears the whole way there. And that's wow. the end of chapter one. She is so emotional because this one boy stiffens around her. I mean, I would be the same. You, Boys you controlled really my life you, when I was yeah. 17. I hadn't been anywhere near a penis at 17. So. Oh, neither. Oh, actually, that's a lie. <laughs> Yeah, so I wouldn't have known. But during my Twilight era, no. Oh my god, no. No way. I think during my Twilight era, I like, I just dreamed of that day. And it was never, it was don't never you, what I Yeah, don't you think that like, these books and stuff, oh, it just makes it sound so much more magical. Than so much more magical, like, honestly. It's I feel like if amazing. there is anyone looking at this bit, they'd be like, Okay, you're obviously not getting the right. (laughs) (laughs) We're not getting the right sort of dig. Um, um, Well, that's the end of chapter one. That was a beautiful time. So we're probably not going to read every single chapter. I think think what our plan is, is we're going to think of the pivotal moments. Pivotal moments, And go go to them and look through that chapter and find out what's going on in Stephanie Meyer's mind, what's happening to Bella. Most importantly, what's happening... What was going on in our mind when we first read the book. (laughs) Like, let's go back to that era. Let's relive it. Yeah. I'm excited. Are you excited? I'm... This is the best decision I've ever made. I'm really proud of this decision. Let's cheers to that. Let's, Let's make a point that I am a glass and a half in front of Katie with the wine right now because she's been reading. I've just been chugging wine the entire time. So yeah, well, you're reading the next one. To the one, next chapter, so... here's to Katie getting pissed. 